Blog Talk Radio. During the pandemic, my lifestyle drastically changed. My income came to a screeching halt. You have to understand, I'm a hustler. I'm a legit entrepreneur. I sell things. I come in contact with people all the time. I have to stay safe. I didn't have a choice but to trust the vaccine. And if you live the type of lifestyle that I live, you out here in these streets and you hustling, an entrepreneur like me, why not do it safely? So I want everybody to take this seriously. Take a shot at staying healthy. Get the vaccine. Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all. Delivering the truth and exposing the lies. Join Ross and myself every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time while we deliver the truth about what's really going on in the world. You don't want to miss our shows. See you then. Collectively Rewilding is an online forum for learning, sharing, and teaching the skills needed to enhance our experience in the natural world. We're looking for the best mentors, guides, and instructors who can teach a variety of natural skill sets. If you've got something to share, we have the platform to help you make a difference for free. If you are more interested in learning and expanding your abilities in nature, please join us as a member to explore the world of rewilding. Join us at www.collectivelyrewilding.com today. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. Hello, I'm Mike. My birthing partner and I just got our new Lysnica Freedom Microchips. These microchips are awesome. They help me keep the freedom I used to before I enrolled into Southern Hampshire Institute in Technology. I'm Jamar. I am friends with Mike and his birthing partner. We met at SHIT. I am a liberal media major. I also just got a Lysenica Freedom Microchip. SNSHIT recently mandates everyone on campus get their Freedom Microchip. I jumped on the Lysenica joint. This Freedom Chip grants me the freedom to go everywhere I was allowed to before COVID. Now this chip tells me when I am and am not allowed to go outside. It also tracks my boosters. If I'm not up to date on a chip, it tells me when I need to get it by. This chip is sweet. Without this Freedom Chip no one is allowed on our campus. I scan my hand whenever I want to pay for something. It also calls for an ambulance when I get another heart attack from a booster. 
which is totally not a heart attack from getting a gene therapy. These freedom chips are free. You can go to any drugstore or China Mart and employ with inserted in your wrist. Remember, it is not the mark of the beast. You just need to let Lysnica track and trace your every move. You just need a freedom chip to buy, sell, work, and live. When you get a microchip, look for the Lysnica Freedom Microchips. They are sweet. Okay, class, class, we want to talk about what we learned during the lockdown. The first question is, what did we learn during the quarantine, kids? Susie, that government overreach is real. What about you, Johnny? We went from home of the brave to home of the government slave. And you, Michael? We need to refresh the tree of liberty. What about you, Diane? So many sheep are willing to give up their rights because of a little fear. Very good, class. Hello, everyone. I am Broccoli Man. At night, I fight for organic GMO-free food. During the day, I fight crime against child trafficking. Please watch my story on Rumble.com. Just look up Broccoli Man and you can see my regular run-ins and follies with G-Lobalist, The Wiretap, The Millennials, and everyone else I run into. I fight communists and very pro-free speech. Just check me out. Broccoli Man. On Rumble.com. Hello Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer Radio and the Proof Negative Radio Show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the one world government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative show here on Freedomizerradio.com. Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show, right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to another great night here on Freedomizer Radio. And of course, I'm your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer. I want to thank everybody so much for finding us today. Today is Monday, so TGIM, everyone. Thank goodness it's Monday. Another broadcasting week starts for us. I am not alone tonight. We will have, as usual, our Monday co-host, Christina, will be joining us here. If you have anything you want to share tonight with the show, give us a call, 319-527-6208, and just press lucky number one on your phone, and I will go ahead and bring you into the conversation. So uh, let's welcome in Christina. Christina, welcome in. Evening, crew. Appreciate the welcome, as always. Thank you. How are you this evening? Well, always nice to have you here. So what's the what's the latest with you? Uh, just a, a busy day, but a, a good day. I I had my mom here over the weekend. She had a, her yearly checkup with the heart doctor this morning, and okay. everything went very well. And it was actually more and more doctors are – I'm grateful <laughs> that they're – some of our doctors, but we were talking to her this morning and, and she said, so have you had any of the shots? And mom said, no. I said, yeah. I said, I wouldn't let her have any of the gene therapies. And <laughs> exactly. And, um, and she said, and don't get any. So, um, and I asked her, I said, so I said, you being here, I said, I know they were, you know, mandating it here in the hospital she's in St. Francis and and she said yeah she said no I didn't have to take it she said I told them if they were going to mandate me make me take it to stay I was walking so thank God you know there are those doctors out there that that said no you know we're not doing it so this is um you know this is a heart doctor she's in surgeon she's been doing it for years and and she said, no, do not get any of them. And it was funny because my mom has been on these um, other, and I've always, I've never been comfortable with them, but for a couple of years now, she's been doing these, they're called Truluent injections. And she does them every two weeks. They have to be kept cold, which made me suspicious. And anyway, they're for reducing cholesterol. So she's she's been doing okay, but her health is not like improving at all. It just seems to be seems like minor things just keep on, you know. She it seems to be deteriorating just a little bit. And so I brought it up. I said I said by the way I said um, this injection she's been doing. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you brought that up. And I said uh oh. <laughs> I said so. Okay, so so tell me. I said I'm not real comfortable. I said these are new enough to where you can't get like enough information, you know, to 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 know if it's good or bad. And she said, yeah. She said we're actually finding out that it um, doesn't have really good outcomes. And she said, she said I'm okay with her stopping them. So I said, so she can just stop them cold turkey. She said yes. And she said, I'm finding out, she said, I actually saw it on um, the high wire with Del Bigtree, 
she said, I didn't even know this. She said, these pharmaceutical companies are, they hide so much. She said, they didn't even have it like in the literature when we first started recommending it. And basically she said, it's their monoclonal antibodies. You know, they're this technology, this new technology that they basically hid in the beginning. And so she said, yeah, she said, no, I'm okay if you come off of me. She said, and I prefer you would. So she doesn't have to do them anymore, but she, she said that she is so disillusioned with the medical system and pharmaceutical companies right now. She said, it's just, she said, it's so hard to continue to be a doctor right now in this system. She said, I am extremely disillusioned by it. She said, you cannot trust anyone, especially pharmaceutical companies. So there you go. I mean, it's just, it's a mess. It is a mess. I can't believe we still have companies that are wanting to fire people for not getting gene therapies while everybody else is paying people out. And some of them already have been been ordered by the courts to pay people out, and they still are going to try the gene therapy mandatory thing again. <laughs> it just makes no Can sense. Can you imagine you I have a $2 billion lawsuit where you have to pay people for because they refuse to get the gene therapies, and then you're firing those people again for the same reason that, that you're paying a lawsuit to them for? I how mean, does that work? It, how does, it, it, how it, is it, that it, profitable it, for you? It only, yeah, it only works in a corrupt system. <laughs> I mean, it, it, that just makes So what do they no think sense. the judge is going to say? Well, uh, you, were, you were found guilty the first time, but the second time we're going to side with you? Uh, I don't think that's how it works. Usually the second time it's like, didn't you learn the first time that, that you're going to lose the lawsuit? Yeah. That's usually how it works, but they don't care. No, and, and honestly, they need to do something much worse to them than just losing the lawsuit. I mean, there needs to, there needs to be criminal charges or something. I mean, it just the fact that they just still think that they have the ability to man. Well, I'm willing to say that a, a regular lawsuit was good for the first time around. Because yeah. if it's 2021, not that I'm a fan of gene therapies, you know that. But right. I understand that the companies were trying to to uh, to put to push their weight around, and they got told that they couldn't, and they lost. But if you already lost a lawsuit and you're coming back to try it again, that I think there needs to be criminal charges at this point. Yeah, exactly. I agree, hundred percent, hundred percent. And and just so people know too, this you know this new RSV vaccine that they're pushing. You know, people need to they need to realize it once again. This is not taking the proper steps for you know the right kind of studies for a vaccine. COVID has just opened the gate for them to just, you know, run this one through as well. And we know it's Pfizer again, so I don't understand why people are even going to line up for it. So, I mean, my I had my yearly just checkup 
last week with my doctor, and he said, I'm already so sick of people watching the TV, calling the office saying, can I come in and get the RSV shot? And he's like, no. He's like, I'm, you know, he's, he's, he doesn't believe in it. He's like, he said, first of all, he said, old people do not die of RSV. He said, this is something that's been around for years. And he said, this is not, he said, it's been rammed through, you know, similar to the the COVID thing. He said, it's not proven safe. And it just, another one of those events that's just going to, no telling what's going to happen. So I hope, I hope people stay away from it. But unfortunately, you know, there's a lot that won't. So, I mean, he's got proof. They're already calling him to try to get him. So I'm just in shock that they're still trying again to uh, – the, the same companies that got sued are, are once again trying to push this. And that's uh, – I don't know how else that they're going to learn. But the, but the sickest part is that people keep lining up for this stuff. Right. I mean – I, yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm just grateful that I'm not that stupid. So who knows? I was trying to where oh um <laughs> so have you been uh keeping up with this new white lung disease? No, I sure have not. Oh. Oh, my gosh. This could be the start. Um, obviously, there's some sort of, they're calling it the white lung disease, and it's um, over in, obviously, China, or, you know, where everything starts, it seems like. But this time, the sad part is, and this is going to scare people to death, you know, the sad part is it's affecting children over there. So right. there's a huge population, which, you, okay, so you know about that. And supposedly yeah, the, it's a the Michael, Chinese uh, kid pneumonia, basically, to put it. Uh, yeah, it's a mycoplasma yeah. pneumonia. So I was listening to Dr. John Campbell, though, and he was saying that he said in, in China, which I don't know why this is, but I had to look into it more, but he said a lot, he said there's a, a big vitamin A deficiency in children in China. He said it's pretty bad. And so he said he is, you know, looking at the fact that when people are low in vitamin A, they're way more susceptible, you know, to pneumonias and viruses and so forth. And, you know, I've known that before. Um, I've known several health gurus and just doctors that say, you know, if if you feel like you have something coming on, go take a high dose of natural beta carotene or, you know, a natural form of vitamin A. You know, we got to remember that vitamin A, if you take it in that form, is fat soluble, so you can overdose, but but not if you're just going to do, you can do a heavy dose, but just short term, you know, just for a couple days. And he said sometimes it can, like, stop it in its tracks. So, um, Yeah, vitamin A is one of those vitamins you never hear about. Exactly. 
And but in this country, like he said, he said, and you know, over here, he said, uh, vitamin A deficiency, especially in adults, is very, very uncommon because most people here eat eggs, you know, and and some of the the foods, the majority of people in this country eat those foods to have that vitamin A. Um, somebody like me, now I would have to be more cautious because. I don't eat a lot of those foods, and so I would have to pretty much get mine, you know, from the beta carotene from the fruits and the vegetables. Um, But he said the good thing about beta carotene, he said, and especially even if you supplement with it, he said beta carotene you can't really overdose on. And he said it is a, it converts to vitamin A, and he said it's also obviously a very potent antioxidant. So he said beta carotene, if you're going to supplement, might be, the best form to take it in so you don't overdose. But, but yeah, people just need to, to remember that and, you know, make sure you've, you've got enough level. Because, yeah, I don't think doctors ever test for vitamin A. You know, I no, I've never heard of it, doctor. actually. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I knew it was beta carotene, but I thought you'd just eat enough uh, purple carrots and, uh, and you, would, yeah. uh, you would get there. Yeah, but you get it from, like I said, vitamin A you're going to get from, like, fish, eggs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like your cod liver oil, um, I think some yogurt. Liver, obviously, is a huge source. Um, so, but, yeah, I just don't consume really any of those foods. So, so I just need to make sure then I'm getting enough of it. So, and I still, I've got it. I'm going to have to start supplementing with B again. My B is just not high enough for, it's not high enough to where I'd like it to be. It's only like 290. So it needs to be above 200 and it is, but I'd rather it be more around five or 600. I'd like it to be a little higher. Yeah. I take vitamin B50 myself. B50? Yes. Like a B complex? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I um didn't you post something today about the apricot seeds or something? Or the B seventeen? I think that was yesterday, but yes. Okay. I sent you that article I wrote years ago explaining how it works. I don't know if you got it. Oh, I didn't read it. Okay. I didn't see it, so I didn't read it. I thought I sent it. Maybe I didn't. I've had such a crazy day. (laughs) I'm not sure I did send it. Oh, no, I posted it on the link that you put it on. That's what it was. Oh. So that's what it was. So anyway, it's um, pretty interesting. For sure. And I really need to dig into that a little more and see. I'm sure there's been more research done on it. But um, pull it up here. So anyway, I think parents need to uh, make sure that their children, he said especially for for the this pneumonia, um, parents need to not freak out because I'm not so sure that this isn't also, I've been, I've been listening to Vijan Health as well, and 
And I am not so sure that this outbreak is not, you know, how they've warned people that with these gene therapies, they warned people that there were going to be massive amounts of things coming down the road. And we're not so sure that this is not one of those, that it's not connected. Well, I remember Bill Gates telling us a year and a half, two years ago, that the next one is going to be targeting children. So it's just yeah. ironic that he would know more firsthand more than anyone else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that man. And those of us that follow him know that uh, the, the know to expect it and know what he's going to try to do. So yeah. otherwise, it would just be ironic that whenever he says something, it, it happens two to three years later without fail. It's just yeah. either he's really yeah. coincidental or he has a hand in it. Jeez. I mean, it, honestly, it's like he's a flipping devil. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think he might be. So. Well, he know. can't be because, because uh, whoever the Antichrist is, has to be liked by like 99% of the world. Whoa. That's Remember, that person, <laughs> that person, according to the Bible, has to fool almost everybody. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was that huge of a percentage. Yeah, he, the, the Antichrist that. has to be huge. He has to be everybody to everyone. Oh, man. So if you were somebody that was really hated, you can't come out and look like the Pied Piper, basically. Right. Jeez. Well, I am, but but this is, We have to find somebody that comes out of nowhere and becomes the savior of Earth. And even people that are expecting it has to fall for it. Okay. That would make sense. You know, and it, it, that's the scary part about this because we know that since now that that this is this is you know affecting children. You know, they've got this new RSV vaccine out, or RSV. Who knows if it's a vaccine? It's probably to be one of who knows. That's uh, a gene therapy. We all know that. Yeah, that's what I'm sure. That's what I'm thinking. So, the fact that it's children and the, and that you know they're freaking parents out, so they're all going to line their kids up to get this RSV vaccine, which you're already promoting in children. And you know what was really sickening is I saw a commercial um, on the RSV for pregnant women, and I just about flipped. It, there's always um, Dr. Russell Blaylock. Right. He researched in depth. You know who he is. Okay. said that a pregnant woman should never get any type of vaccine, not ever. He said right. that. Well, that's old standard, of, yes. Yeah, 100% of the time there's a cytokine response, which means there's some type of damage done to that baby in the womb. So he said that should never happen. They literally on this commercial, they're showing a pregnant woman getting the RSV vaccine, and they're saying, and it has to be between this, these number of weeks. It cannot be before or after. And it's like, how the heck do they know that? They did not do these proper studies. They didn't 
take out thousands of pregnant women and give them this shot. I mean, people wake up. I mean, I mean, there's no logic to any of this. And these are your children. Why would you be so freaking careless to just line them up for this kind of stuff? I mean, I'm even, I'm even livid. I found out my my brother, what what this weekend. I ha, you know, he's he's got a new grandbaby. His his oldest daughter just had a baby, she, and the baby's about a month old. Well, he went to visit him right after the baby was born, and anyway, come to find out, he told me this because he said, yeah, he said, I had to go. She made me go get the. Um, Blue shot and the DTAP before she would let me around the baby. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, really? I was so mad. I was like, and you did it? He's like, well, yeah. He said, I'm going to be around that grandbaby. And I'm just like, I mean, you know, and, and this and his daughter's, and it, she's a lawyer. She studied. She's well-schooled. She's intelligent. But yet... They're so uneducated about this stuff. It's like, hey, people, let's spend, take the same amount of time that you spent on your studying for your career. Take just one year of that studying about the health for your children. You know, study about these vaccines that they want them to have 72 doses of by the time they're an adult. I mean, why are we so reckless with our children's health? You know, they feed them junk, and then they just line them up to get all this poison stuff in them. I just don't understand. I don't understand. I mean, I'm so grateful to God that I had the the desire, the motivation. I don't know what I'm going to call it. I, I guess it's just that I just had, you know, Jesus that I'm saying that, you know, I have Jesus in my life. I have God. I have that um, part of me that maybe is what motivated me. But, But yet, I think I know other people that are also, you know, they claim to, to also be that way, but at the same time, not so much with how I felt with raising my kids, you know, I, when I was pregnant with my first child, oh my gosh, I did everything I could to read about health and just, you know, it was all that mattered. And don't understand why more people don't get that and aren't like that. You know, it's like you're blessed. It's a gift. Our children are a gift. And it's like, Shouldn't we do everything we can to make sure that they are the healthiest they can be, that they are the safest? You know, I just don't get it. I don't understand why our children seem to, and I guess that's maybe not right for me to say. I mean, I'm not saying that people are bad parents, but I do feel like the majority of the time, they just do just enough, you know, instead of really focus and 
and do a lot more that could just really help their children have a much healthier kind of life with in, in every aspect, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally. I, I don't know. I just, I don't understand. I don't understand why. I mean, it just was so important to me. My kids were my focus when, when I, you know, when I had them, when they were little and while they were at, were here with me, it's like I have them for this short time. <laughs> I'm going to make sure everything I do is the best I can do. Obviously, I was far from perfect, but, but um, my girls are great girls. I mean, they just, they're, they're good adults. They work hard. They're very accepting of others. You know, they they don't judge. Uh, just I love them to death. So, but anyway, we just got to do a better job with, with our kids. I mean, this RSV is, is another way for them to, to depopulate. I mean, think about it. They're going to scare all these mothers to death and... Because on that commercial, they make people think that if you get this shot while you're pregnant, it's going to protect your baby from getting RSV when they come into the world. Like, really? So, anyway. I, I I just pray that people, more especially mothers, start waking up. I mean, our children have been so attacked and injured and in so many ways started all these multi-dose vaccines and then coming out with the freaking bioweapons, gene therapies, and, and then just the mental part of the whole thing of the shutdown. I mean, it's... It's bad out there. These kids really need our help. Definitely do. Yeah, but the thing is, too, that I've learned firsthand is when you have parents that, that are divorced, and if one if one parent says, I don't want my kids getting gene therapies, the other one will run out and get as many as possible just to spite the other person. You're right. No, you're right. And that's... Like, I don't care one way or the other about gene therapies, but if my ex is against it, I'm for it. Yeah. Isn't that so freaking childish? I mean, that's the other irritating thing. It's like, why do our children have to suffer because of two adults who, you know, don't, can't live together in a civil way anymore, or they just, you know, not working out, why do the kids have to suffer? I mean, that's the other irritating part for me, that why, why can't the parents just, you know, figure it out on their own 
and just leave the kids out of it and not try to make, turn the kids against the other parent. You know, it's so ridiculous. It's like, put your children first. It's like, grow up. If things didn't work out, you're going to be okay. You know, it's, it's, it's awful these days. I mean, but as adults, you know, we're going to be okay. It's like, just freaking focus on your child and everything will work out okay. So, Uh, we just, like I said, we just, um, people need to, they need to reprioritize, I guess, would be a good word for it. I mean, when you've got children, sorry, but to me, that they should take priority. I mean, it's sad. I mean, I know there's a lot of situations where there's parents that, I guess they're trying to be good parents, but if, you know, they're both working and sometimes it's hard, but, but still, I, uh, I think somehow that always tends to work out. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I get frustrated when I see the sort of the neglect, I think, that happens with especially with um, food, like, you know, the way kids eat, you know. Some parents just let them eat freaking junk all the time, and it just isn't okay. Their little bodies are growing. The most important time for them to eat well. Especially these days. We were talking about that. There's um, so... In my the town I live in, so the, the new owners of the health food store, Natural Health Organic Foods here, they have 10 kids <laughs> in the ages of one to, like, college age. They're great. I love them. They're the sweetest people. And then and then we have a place called Green's Garden, which is a, like, little natural market, and they also have, like, a little, you know, restaurant cafe. And I think they have 13. <laughs> but she was... I went in the other day to get um, a salad, and, you know, she she knows that I've studied uh, natural health for, like, 30-plus years. And and so she said, you know, she said, my older kids, she said, they really didn't have any health problems growing up, and they got through everything okay. But she said, she said, I've noticed that my younger kids, she said, you know, I've got a couple little ones left at home, and. She said, I've noticed that they seem to have a few more health problems than the older kids had. And I said, well, I said, we've got to think about it. I said, you know, these little kids, the younger kids these days, I mean, look at everything that they're exposed to. I mean, people think these chemtrails are a joke. It's not a joke. When you look up in the sky and you see freaking almost a checkerboard of lines, I mean, how can anybody think that that's normal, you know, and okay? Fortunately, because, you know, they, they all, they live on a farm. They grew up on a farm. And they raised their own, you know, their food and everything. But but I said, who knows? I said it literally could be just all the toxins and everything in the air now, all the glyphosate, 
that they're exposed to, and then all the chemtrails, I should think about it. That's all in the soil now and the air. And I said, so the food that you guys are growing now, I said, it's probably changed. So anyway, you know, it's just we were just talking about that. And I said, yeah, I said, I think it's just they're being bombarded with so much more regarding, like, toxins and stuff like that. And then probably the lack of nutrients, you know, that aren't as strong anymore. So, but then she asked me, you know, some advice on what one of them was having issues with. And and I I hope I helped. I hope it works. We'll see. But, but don't you think that that's probably the case? That it's just, it's just the world is just so much more toxic now. So I think younger kids are just going to be sicker. I don't know. Um, well, it's a combination of that and people that don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So I just um, hope that people really pay attention, though, to this, what could be coming. So, and I tell you what, if uh, if it turns out to be true, if if the children over here start showing up with this stuff, Bill Gates better run and hide because I got news for him. <laughs> I got news for him. You go after the children, and it, it's it's not going to be okay. It is not going to be okay. No way. So we will see. But hey, how about that Elon Musk? <laughs> Got to love Elon. I do. I think it's great. I love that he's just no fear and just standing, you know, for what's right. Don't you agree? Oh, I think so. I, I like the fact that he's not he's not feeling forced to take that advertising money. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny? I mean, you know, and that's just the thing. If so many more would do that, you know, they don't need it. But, and I, I thought it was hilarious. I looked at all the, the companies that said they're not going to advertise with Twitter. And it's like all of those companies are are the extra woke ones that we wouldn't want to be messed with anyway. Exactly. Yep. I saw that too. I saw that too. So. But But some of them, though, stopped advertising already. So, for example, that's like like McGMO saying, well, I'm not going to advertise on the proof negative show anymore trying to give me bad press, but they never advertise with us. So yeah, just because exactly. they say they won't now, that that's like me saying, well, now I'll never vote for Brandon. <laughs> like, like I never <laughs> voted for him in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, hey, have you ever, um, have you ever, do you know who Anthony Williams is of the medical medium? My gosh. I I had seen him a couple times, but never really paid much attention. But, man, I I was over at um, Earth Mother, which is another little 
health food store owned by Native Americans. And um, they had a book of his there called Medical Medium Brain Saver Protocols, Cleanses and Recipes. And he's written several books, and I thought, I've got to look at this thing. I mean, because he had so many, there were so many, um, oh, people, you know, in the beginning of it, promoting him, saying how great it was. And, I mean, it's pretty interesting, but he's come to find out he's one of them that really um, promotes the, the celery juice. So he's one of them that's done a lot of the research on it, and he's actually helped a lot of people um, heal from MS and just all kinds of things. So he's not a doctor. I don't think he's like a regular doctor. I'd have to look that up again, but it's not. Yeah, no, he doesn't have an MD or anything after his name. So, but anyway, um, he was some kind of a, a little bit of a, I don't want to say sidekick that, I don't know if that's a good word to use, but he just, he's a fun person to watch. If you go to his YouTube channel, he's funny because he, um, you know, he has a lot of, really sick people that follow him and try to get help. So he, he tries to be funny on his videos. So it's, they're fun. They're fun to watch. He's, he's a very caring person and um, is really just out there to truly like help people. And anyway, the, the celery thing, you know, the more and more that I look into it, he just, he explains that if, if people would just go to medicalmedium.com, all the information is there, but the celery juice is pretty darn amazing. And he goes into the details about why, you know, I've said this before, there's, it's got some kind of a special clump of salt in it. So I know it's not the greatest tasting stuff in the world, but it has truly helped so many people. It really helps those salts somehow help, I think, get into the cell to help you know, things balance out and, but he said, you can't, he said, you have to do just celery juice. Like you can't mix a lemon, you can't mix an apple, you know, you just got to do straight celery juice. And um, I've been doing it a while now and it doesn't bother me anymore. I, you get used to the taste. And it's so funny because some celery will taste better than others. But um, I really highly recommend it. And the other thing he promotes big time, he said that blueberries are like the best brain food. So, you know, and I, so I'm going to agree. And, and I know Dr. Morris pr- promotes the dark grapes too. So, um, you know, so for people out there, your dark, dark seeded grapes, if you can get them in your blueberries, are two of the best brain foods in the world. But he was saying, because he said, he said, yeah, he said, if there was, there was ever a nuclear bomb to hit, he said, literally, the first thing to grow back would be wild blueberries. Okay. He said, they're so strong. He said, and there's a huge difference between wild blueberries, you know, like the Weiland, um, that you, you know, can buy frozen, the little bitty um, wild one. And he said that the cultivated blueberries, are not near as good as the wild blueberries. So, and by the way, you know who I'm talking about, Wyland's blueberries. Have you ever bought them? No, not that I remember. Oh, really? Okay, well, here, and this, 
part of the country, they're huge. So I buy the big bag of the frozen ones. They're the little bitty ones. And it's just okay. W-Y-L-A-N-D-S. And anyway, they have. Okay, I've seen that uh, brand. Yeah. So they have blueberry juice now. And it's in like a wine bottle. And they're making them. And he said it's phenomenal. And it literally is just straight fresh wild and blueberries. So he recommends people, you know, getting that too. But he, And he said just have a little glass of it every day. But um, that's that's something pretty simple people can do. So, have you ever used propolis? Pro what? Propolis. No. Okay. I think it comes. I think it's something to do from the bees. He does that every day too. He said it's it's amazing, and I've seen it before. Um. But I, I've got to check into that one. But he said it's, it's great to boost the immune system. It is a bee product. Okay. One of the bee products that means the city's guardian. Hmm. A resinous substance prepared by the honeybees to fill the cracks, smooth walls, and to keep moisture and temperature stable in the hive. Interesting. So I wonder if that's harmful to the bees. Or is that prepared hmm, by to fill the cracks in the hive? Interesting. I'll have to look into that a little bit more. It says it's a wonder bees product. Ah, interesting. So that's something I need to, that I haven't studied enough, but I will look into that one for sure. And then he does the B12. So, which, like I said, I'm going to have to start doing that, I guess. For sure. I have an egg maybe once a week, but obviously that's not enough. (laughs) to make my B vitamins go up or my B12. Not enough. So I have to look at improving that. Let's see. And I um one of the other things I was talking about did I I think I asked you before about the cell salt. Um I really think that that's something that people need to really start paying attention to as well. I just um, bought a little book, Natural Healing with Cell Salts, and when you, you know, dig into it, it's it's very interesting to learn about it. And it's it's an old, you know, you know, it comes from. Let's see, I think it was in the 1800s. See if I can get find that, but um, yeah, from 1858. So it said there was a key researcher investigating the many roles of minerals in the human body, and um, which was Dr. W. H. Schuessler, M.D. Uh, and he said it was fascinating to him that natural substances could cure disease. 
so he studied the work of another great 19th century thinker, Virchow, V-I-R-C-H-O-W, who in 1858 announced that the body is a collection of cells and medical treatments should be directed toward healing the individual cell. So then they, you know, started researching the minerals that were in these tissues, and they found 12 mineral compounds. And he called them cell salts, tissue salts. So basically in our cells, we have 12 of these minerals, these mineral compounds called cell salts. And um, when they researched the minerals further, he felt that if the body became deficient in any of these important minerals, an abnormal or disease condition occurred. So he studied the various symptoms and discovered which minerals were lacking in his patients, which is so interesting. And he said when the correct minerals were supplied, the abnormal or disease symptoms decreased or disappeared if they were curable at all. It was also important to give the correct amount and frequency. So with the proper cell salts added to the six cells of the body, the abnormality corrected and the body healed itself. This was the beginning of Dr. Schusler's biochemics of medicine. So it's so frustrating to realize how, like, the Rockefellers and the governments and all this stuff has just literally ruined the, some of the greatest, I don't even want to call them medical systems, because to me now, it's like medical is just, it's like this mad science stuff. It's like, it's just not even, has, just just doesn't have any good about it anymore. So, but these natural healing modalities that, you know, back in the 19th century and, and before, and that they had, you know, the thing of it is, they had, like we remember before, you know, the Rockefellers brought out that, um, Oh, here I go. I'm forgetting it again. I always forget it sometimes. That report. Um, what's the name of it? Oh, I know I mentioned it last week, I think. But anyway, the one where they literally, you know, made them destroy all the, I forget how many pages they said they had of information that had been gathered for so many years of of health modalities that they knew worked to heal people and they made them literally burn all of it and then literally just, you know, start using oil-based medicine that the Rockefellers were obviously making money off of. So, Flexner just came to me, the Flexner report. So it just, you know, nobody, it's still to this day, nobody's been held responsible. I mean, we, we need to go all the way back to then and literally hold every single person responsible, had any part of it, and then whoever else is connected to it 
throughout this current time. It's just it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. So, I mean, the cell salts, and they're so easy to take. I mean, literally, I ordered, like I said, you can go to Highlands, H-Y-L-A-N-D-S, and order their cell salt kit. It's a little over $100, and you get all of the 12 cell salts. And on the boxes, it tells you, like, when you're feeling this way, you know, this is the one you should take. I guess I need to be careful. It's For all we know, though, you know, if you start talking about it too much, they'll start saying, oh, they're, you know, that's going to be a medicine because they said it helps with this. Blah, blah, blah. Try to take them off the market. But but it's very interesting. Um, It's a great little book. It's just, it's called... Natural Healing with Cell Salts, and it's by Sky, S-K-Y-E, Weintraub, W-E-I-N-T-R-A-U-B, and it's N-D for Natural Doctor. Um, highly recommend it. It's, a, it's, a, it's not a very, you know, big book, and it's, it's just, it's wonderful because, and I got this one for $7. It was on clearance. They have, you know, marked down, and so it has the complete list of the cell salts and ailments, and then it has the easy-to-use repertoire, and it has cell salt selection, dosages, and treatments. So it, like, lists all these symptoms, and, I mean, it's got fungus. It's got fractures of the bones, gallstones fingernails, you know, um, like teeth problems, all this stuff. It's just so interesting. And it it helps you to know which cell salt salt to use. And they're just little bitty white tablets. And you don't don't swallow them like you don't want them to go through your digestive system. Because you said there's always issues when, you know, when you could do anything and it has to go through your digestive tract. Obviously, if your poor major um, functions aren't working, you're not going to get the full benefit of whatever you're eating or whatever you're taking. So these are the ones, you know, you just stick them under your tongue and you let them dissolve and they get into your system that way. So they're tasteless, so it's super easy to get kids to use them. You just stick them under their tongue and, and there's like no taste. They, they really don't have a taste. So it's uh, pretty interesting. I know one thing. I'm going to I'm gonna start trying them all, using them first, probably before I use anything. I'm just very curious about them. So it would be great to be able to get a hold of all that research. Maybe it is out there. Who knows? But. Rockefeller, they could have destroyed everything. I'm sure there's some things out there, but supposedly there's this huge book from, um, I think, from, like, old, like, Persia that's supposed to be really, really cool. But, I mean, it's a lot of pages. But I've heard that... um, Persian foods like in Iran, I, I've heard that they have all kinds of 
super, super good, like vegan, vegan recipes and stuff. So be curious to uh, learn about those too. But I am that past the seeds, please. That the article I wrote is not very long. Um, I could read that if we run out of time. It's just, I think it's about seven paragraphs, about all. But it just um, goes into detail. It explains how the the layer trail works. So it's very interesting. Pretty simple, actually. So were you wanting to do Broccoli Man? Anytime soon? Yeah, it's probably that time. I don't know if you've caught this week's episode yet. Uh, probably not, since I know that you watch them Mondays during the show. Yeah, I, I usually try to, but oh, with Mom here this weekend and everything going on, it's just it's been crazy. So, what was that? So in this episode. G. Lobelist is demanding that Broccoli Man quit his job and, and work for him instead. <laughs> and all G. Lobelist wants him to do is is make all the commercials for Lysenica. <laughs> I'm sure you know how it how it ends out, but th- this is what went down. Okay. I am ready so, when you are. You're ready, okay. So, G. Lobos wants to hire Broccoli Man, and for those of you listening at home, you can watch all the Broccoli Man videos. There's a new one every week at Rumble, and just look up Broccoli Man. So, I'll go ahead and play. So, we'll count down. Three, two, one, action. I have a lot to do today. I have to leave right now to go catch some predators. There is a moving fan full of illegals and most of them are children. They are parked in a China Mart shopping center. I have to get there before the van takes off. I wonder who this could be. Hello again green dude. I brought Geolobalist here with me today. Hey I have to leave right now. I have a time-sensitive assignment right now. If you are upset, you can tell it to my card, please. Hey, green dude. You told me to tell Geolobalist to kiss you all. So I brought him here so you can tell him directly. Now I want to watch you cower in fear and apologize to Geolobalist. Do whatever you need to do. I just need you to leave my office so I can catch some child traffickers. So Mr. Broccoli, are these allegations true? Yes it is. Kiss whatever you need to kiss. Just get out of my office so I can go to work. That will not be happening today. 
I am demanding you quit this job right now and help us with our crime syndicate. No one is taking our gene therapies anymore. Our sales are down 93%. A trust level among the American public is 4%. We need to sell these gene therapies and we need your assistance in helping Elias Nicker do just that. That sounds like a big fat no Perhaps you did not hear me. We are prepared to make you an offer. No thank you. I do not negotiate with globalists. That was a very poor choice of words says Green Dude. We are prepared to capture you right this very instant and let your carcass decompose in my lair. Or you can come fight against patriotism and I shall pay you whatever money you are requesting. Broccoli Man is not for sale. Now I need to leave before that moving van full of kids takes off. You will not be doing that today, sir. You will be signing a contract with Geolobalus and changing your alliances, sir. Mr. Broccoli, we are prepared to give you a five-year contract at $50 million US a year. All you need to do is work for us and assist in selling these gene therapies. You need to help us with commercials and telling everyone how safe and effective our gene therapies are. It is a very easy way to make $50 million annually. But they are not safe or effective. No means no. Yes. Yes means yes. You no longer have to tell anyone how bad these gene therapies are. You also no longer will be arresting child traffickers. You will simply assist us and be the face of our advertising. You will also be arresting whistleblowers who want to come forward with speaking stop against our crimes. I will never comply with getting millions of people shot up with gene therapies. You will never talk me into helping you kill people. You will not have to kill people Mr. Broccoli. That is a job to do that. You will have to simply do commercials for Lysnicker Pharmaceuticals, sir. Tell everyone about the Freedom Microchips, get the latest gene therapies, and most importantly, you need to put a bloody scam on that face. You will be trained by the wire attack and soon enough you will defeat the 99%. I don't take orders from the wiretap. Hey calm down sir. You are not in bargaining position sir. Okay green dude. If you do not want to take orders from the wire act app, I shall make you his boss. You will direct orders to the wire it app. That is not cool geolobalist. If you do not like it wire it app, you can chase my codpiece. Mr. Broccoli you will also do commercials for Bragg's apple cider vinegar. It is used for apples made with Bill Gates appeal apples. Why would anyone still buy that mess? I only buy non-GMO produce. And I do not use any product that gets coated on fruits and vegetables that has cancer-causing agents on it. That is all well and good. But you need to start working for us so the rest of those 99% something that cares purchase it and then perish. We need to only have the 1% living on our earth. The best benefit of working for G-Lobist. We still get to go to Epstein's Island on vacation whenever we want. You just have to put it in your vacation time, sir. You can tell the public that fluoride and Astrazine are good for you. 
We can make the commercials as friendly as possible. And but of course, you can be creative with getting commercials done for Eliznica Freedom Microchips. You will get to take private checks and have an entire staff assist you on your way to climate change summits. Isn't that counterproductive to wasted energy? Of course not, sir. We just need to close up all the energies in the Western world so we can present it to China. The whole earth will be run by China very soon, green dude. Ain't it funky, brother? You will be helping us get Alex Jones, Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and proof negative off of the American airwaves. Those biznitches need to be taken to those FEMA camps. That they do not exist. Then we can start helping Jack Smith round up anyone that shared a tweet or commented positively on X formerly known as Twitter regarding Donald Trump. We need the world to realize that Brand and Governor Gruesome, and Michael Robinson Obama is the future of the one world government. As I am sure you know, Michael Robinson Obama is a nice lady. Okay Mr. Broccoli, please come with us and we can get your contract signed. Then you will be on our list of superheroes. Our first order of business is to get high school students to worship the lies make suicide pods. They are already confused from not knowing if they are male or female. In Canada we are doing very well with our pods for high school students who are depressed. The government there tells those something dark cares that the suicide pods are the best way to treat depression. When the universal basic income gets rolled out, we can save lots of monies by having less populations, green dude. That means more monies for us. While every American is stuck in a 15 minute city and not going outside for any reason, we can do anything we please as the 1%. I do not care if it is $10 billion a year. I am not interested. Tis tis green dude. You made a very bad decision sir. Now we must eradicate you and say this because you did not get your latest COVID's boosters. If you are not joining us, we shall euthanize you so your voice does not interfere with our bottom line. Simply put we must return the earth to Lucifer in the condition he requires. Alright everyone. I have to get the trash out me office. Please learn about all of what the globalists are doing to us. They want all the 99% dead without you even knowing how or why. You need to check out the Proof Negative radio show. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news against the new world order you need to hear. Go to freedomizerradio.com and click on listen live. Also, check the freedomizerradio.com schedule on the website and find all the other shows on there. Freedomizerradio.com is where to check out Proof Negative at 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time Monday through Thursday. Beat the globalists. Not cool green dude. Just for that unnecessary outburst, you must disrobe right this instant and put your blouse, your dungarees, and your underoos on the ground right next to my person. I need to check your person for any constitutions, any handguns, 
or any combustible engines inside your junk. You best be showing me a clean ice cream cone with two kumquats in it. Now that G-Globalist is here, there is no way out and no way to turn down a request to grapple with your junk. Don't worry I will not comply. I can have security carry you out so I can get back to work. Alright, so that was an episode. <laughs> That's good. It was, it's, uh, it's good that, yeah, people know that there are, uh, I, I like that you have somebody representing those of us that can't be bought. They're not going to sell out. Yeah, I thought you might like the CG Lobelist. He hasn't been in anything in a while. Yeah, now I start to remember him, but you're right. You are right. Yeah, I can't just have the wiretap all the time. As much as I want to. I was uh, CCP deploys cover up for mysterious pneumonia. Oh, so they're saying that the CCP is covering up for this mysterious pneumonia outbreak in children. Well, that's, hmm. that's a total shocker, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Wow, like never would have expected that. Right. Oh. Did you see, I, where did I see that, where they just um, had a, a big load of uh, mostly Asian men dropped off at the border? But they're not necessarily, they don't look like like young, you know, like they'd be like young soldiers or anything. And they all, they were a mix um, to where some of them looked middle-aged and older and but maybe there's just people wanting to get out of freaking China. Who knows? That could definitely be the case. But I don't necessarily trust it. So, let's see. Everyone in the class is coughing. You can't even hear what the teacher is saying. Oh, geez. Wowza. See, and the thing of it is, because they don't want us to know this information you you know you have to wonder it's like okay so all these children that are getting sick have they had these gene therapies i mean this is all vital information that's why that's why this is all a scam because had they really cared to know the truth about any of this it would all be documented, especially even over here. You know, they would want to know when you go into a doctor's office when you become sick. If you, no matter what your ailment is, did you have the shots? You know, the past couple of years, they should they should know all this information, and, and we should have data showing. Okay, these people that got the shots, you know, this is what happened to them. And then the people that did it, and here's their help. I mean, why aren't they doing it? Well, we know why they aren't doing it. But we're not going to know the truth about anything until, you know, those actions take place. It should be easy that this logic, people should be able to see that. I mean, that's proof enough. 
well, at this time, until uh, until some kind of revolution happens, we're not going to get anything like that from our doctors. You're going to learn about yeah. about natural health from people like you and I. So sad. So sad. I mean, because I even asked, you know, today that heart doctor. I said, I said, so I said. Have you, um, are you familiar with cell salts? And she looked at me, of course, like, that was crazy. I said, mm, so you never heard of cell salts? And she said, no. And I'm thinking, yeah, I, I just don't understand. Oh, I'll tell you one of the funniest things. I don't know if you remember have- this, but. I went to go see a doctor, I think, in May. Yeah. Anyway, it was it was in the springtime. Okay. And uh, my doctor, my usual doctor, was on vacation. And so I got somebody, and, uh, and they said, uh, what are you taking for your, your high blood sugar? And I said, well, uh, I'm taking berberin. And they said, uh, berberin, I've never heard of that. Uh, I've never heard of that pharmaceutical before. Who makes that, Pfizer? <laughs> oh, wow. Jeez. I mean, I can't believe, you know, these are not, they're not stupid people. They're not, they've, They've taken courses that are, you know, pretty tough to pass, but right. yet, but yet they think that there should just be one system, you know, one way of treating people. I mean, how can they be so ignorant, not realize that, no, there's way more. I mean, they don't remotely begin to look at nature and like where everything comes from and and focus on it and learn from it you know i mean there's oh so much that's all they would have to do where their job isn't really to learn about medicine their job is to get you hooked on pharmaceuticals yeah yeah no i i really don't think they and I don't think Learn. that that for the most part they're they're just uh I think they honestly know or they honestly feel in their in their head that they're doing the right thing because they're giving you medicine. Uh, I don't think it's malicious on purpose. I just think they have zero knowledge of anything other than what the the books told them to say and they don't think outside the box. What is their curiosity? I mean I don't know. And and don't they don't they get sick of not really helping people? Do they really think that keeping people on medication the rest of their lives that they're really not supposed to, you know, take forever? Do they really accept that and and think that that's the answer? I mean, I guess so. Them to do it. Uh, I, I guess they're just so overworked they just don't have time to to want to 
look into, you know, other information to maybe truly, truly help people, but this doesn't make any sense. Don't care. I mean, I guess, I guess it kind of comes down to that sometimes. Like it's just a job to them. But yeah, I think well, that's pretty told much eventually that. Uh, well, they don't put two and two together. They just see that you're on diabetes medicine, and oh, your your liver is failing now, or your kidneys are failing. So let's give you this medicine also. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not there to say, well, what is this diabetes medicine doing to you? Their goal is to, well, the problem with the diabetes, uh, the problem with your liver is this medication. So take this along with the thing that's killing your liver or your, uh, or your diet or your kidneys or whatever. And then when, when that, when that kidney, uh, that kidney drug uh, attacks your pancreas, now you've got a third thing that you have to take. Yeah. And so on. Yep. But if you look at the American Diabetes Association, they tell you what a good diet would be. They recommend Quaker oatmeal and a glass of orange juice. Oh, God. Oh, wow. So let's have GMO oatmeal with all kinds of, of, uh, of, I'm trying to think of the right word here, but. It's not exactly organic. Uh, it's very GMO'd out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then let, let's give you something that has no fiber, and uh, oatmeal doesn't really have protein. It, it barely qualifies as fiber. Yeah. And orange juice, most orange juice has no pulp, so you're getting zero fiber and a yeah. ton of sugar. Yeah, very true. So I don't know why they would do that, unless they want repeat business. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, honestly, I mean, to me, the the best breakfast is just, is literally like, uh, I'd say fruit for breakfast. I think that's the best breakfast you can have coming out of a fast from the, the, you know, from sleeping all night and giving your body a rest. It's good to. Well, I'll tell you what I have. I have two, I have two yogurts, usually the Chobani zero yogurts or maybe the two goods. Yeah. Uh, I'll have one of them or I'll have two of them. I'll have like a handful of walnuts or cashews and, uh, and I'll have some berries and usually a tangerine. Okay. So that that's yeah, my that, usual breakfast. That'd be a whole lot better than yeah, like what you're telling them or what they said. Absolutely. And the walnuts give you some semblance of, of protein and fiber, as does the tangerine, and the yogurts yeah. basically are, are to improve gut health. Sure. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the protein we, we 
we get enough of. We just um, we get an abundance of. We just get too much fat, and like and most of the time too much sugar. So we just we just don't. I like having I food. like having that combination right out of getting off a of fast though, because yeah. it's just well, enough of everything without going overboard. Yeah, it's, and it's all whole foods, not processed foods. Right. You know. Yeah, I so, never would have thought walnuts would make a breakfast, but here we are. Yeah, well, no, that um, sounds very good, for sure. So, anyway, um, that article, did you want me to read that article or just go to the part about the details of how the, the details of, um, about why laetrile is so potent against cancer. Uh, You can give us the bullet points. That sounds good. Okay. So this is how it works. Um, Laetrile B17, whatever, whichever one you want to call it. So the components of laetrile are two parts glucose, one part benzaldehyde, and one part hydrogen cyanide. And that's where everybody freaks out. You know, oh, my God, it's got cyanide in it. Um, There are two important enzymes related to this story. Rhodonese, I don't know if it's rhodonese, that's how it's spelled, or rhodonase, I don't know how you say it, and beta-glucosidase, I guess. Rhodonase is found in every cell of the body except for cancer cells. That's interesting. And beta-glucosidase only in cancer cells. It says, why is this important? Because cancer feeds on glucose. So the two parts glucose takes the B17 right through the front door of the cancer cell. Um, And actually, Anthony Williams talks about that. And this could be somewhat of a misunderstanding. So the glucose does, you know, it, it glucose actually is like a carrier. So glucose helps to open the door to where things can get into the cell. Now he's saying, though, that doesn't necessarily mean that glucose is bad. It's a pathway that things can get into the cell. So, so basically the two parts glucose takes the B17 right through the front door of the cancer cell the one party hydrogen cyanide is then neutralized by the rhodonese everywhere in the body except for where it doesn't exist inside the cancer cell. So the beta glucosidase only found in the cancer cell, remember, then releases the benzaldehyde and hydrogen cyanide from the glucose and a poison torpedo is on its way to wipe out the cancer cell. So I was just saying pretty cool, an explosion that breeds life instead of destroys it. Um, so basically, I mean, that's, that's pretty interesting. Like I said, I, I put it on a thing, so you might have to – it's hard maybe to comprehend all that from because of all those words and everything. And there is a reason. There is a big reason why Laetrone B17 is so important. Um, I mean, when when they discovered that there's something inside all the cells in your body, except for cancer cells, and then that there's this one thing in cancer cells that's not in the rest of them, I mean, that's 
that's a pretty cool discovery. Pretty neat to understand. Well, can I ask you so, also what else Laetrile would be good for other than fighting cancer? Um, not, not that that's just a little thing. I mean, that's huge. I just want to know what other benefits there would be. You know, I don't know that I actually looked into that, but but I just I think that anything I, I think that the majority of things that are given to us like this, you know, I I think they're all very important. I mean, you're you're talking about this part of the the B vitamins, which we all know mm-hmm. are very important. And um, you're going to get fiber, obviously. Um. What else? Let's see. Two parts glucose and hydrogen cyanide. Yeah, I I don't know, but but I just um, I'll have to look into that a little bit more. Okay. So, and I just I know that I mean the. What is it, Hunza? I don't know how you say that, but they were called the healthy Hunzas. You know, they're one of the reasons we've become familiar with the life-saving health secret. So they were the ones living, you know, past 100. It, it was very common for them. And um, the, the indigenous people were studied. It was reported that cancer didn't exist among them. So, So basically, you know, I guess that's all they really – focused on what this one is because that was a staple of their diet. Um, it said they ate lavish amounts of apricot kernels. So they had no B17 deficiency and they had no no cancer. Um, so let's see. And then, you know, and then the Krebs, Dr. Ernst T. Krebs was the one that began to administer the concentrated amounts through IV injections. And that's when that's when they got in trouble. And they obviously started shutting them down. Because there was a natural substance that was, you know, trying to take away some of their profits. So but yeah, I don't I don't know much else. I just and I just wonder, I'd like to know how they consume them because they're not, I mean, they're hard. Those kernels are pretty darn hard. And I think I think people have to almost grind them up to consume them. But I don't, I, I don't think I've ever tasted one. And I'm just wondering, I also need to look up other sources. I mean, I guess, you know, because the funny thing is, so the B17, the laetrile, is found in apricot kernels, but, you know, cyanide is found in, cyanide is also found in other seeds. Yeah, you can get them out of nectarines or plums. Okay, so that's what I'm wondering. Like, do you, you know, do apple seeds, do, do they have? B-17 in them? I wonder. Uh, I think apple seeds have what's called pectin, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But they don't have any cyanide? 
I am not sure. So, and I'm I'm wondering how the cyanide, I'm wondering if that has to be, I guess that has to be present for it to be considered like the laetrile because according to those enzymes, that's one of the, the ways that it helps destroy the cancer cell. So, you know, enzymes are so important. Um, and there's just not enough focus on that because we know that they contribute to a lot of, or the lack of enzymes contribute to bodies failing and not working properly. Um, and and the, one of the big reasons is we all know that when you you heat food um, above a certain temperature, you destroy those enzymes. So, and then they, you know, they they knew this, so then they started promoting, obviously, selling enzymes. But I know Dr. Morris, he's not a huge fan of people taking enzyme supplements. He just... He said he feels that whenever you start, like, if you, if you take the enzyme supplements on a regular basis, feels like your body's going to stop producing them. But, but that has to just be systemic enzymes because I know with systemic enzymes, you know, your body, you have certain enzymes in your organs, obviously, that you produce. But then you get enzymes from your foods as well, which I'm I'm still a little bit confused on that. Because I know they say that. I mean there's it's just like hormones. You you start taking hormones, your body will stop producing them. You know, and that's what happens to a lot of people that have like um C O P D or whatever. You know, I think people develop that when they start giving people the the inhalers, just like steroid inhalers, um, when you start taking those hormones and your body's going to quit producing them on their own. I will say, though, that my mother's gotten off all of hers and she's fine now. So it is possible to come off of those. Um, but, you know, your adrenals produce those very hormones that help you breathe and then steroids knock your adrenals out. <laughs> It's just, it's just such a, uh, I don't know, it's a battle. But I know that there, um, I know the guy in Texas, Dr. Brzezinski, I think that he uses pancreatic enzymes is what he found that truly helped kill a lot of people with cancer. I know that's one of his protocols. you got to take a lot of them. I mean, it's a lot of pills, and it's expensive. But I do know that people have been cured by his methods many, many times. Um, but at the same time, have you ever heard of um, Wobenzyme? No. So it is a supplement, and it's basically a systemic enzyme. Um and in Europe, 
And I think Love and Dime is made by Garden. Is it Garden of Life? Is that what it's called? Garden of Life? Garden, is that what it's called? I'm, I'm going blank. On um, Is there a Garden of Life product? Is that what I'm thinking? Here, let me look it up real quick. I think that's it. But anyway, I think they make it. And um, it, over in Europe, they've used it. They used it for years. And I think it was my my doctor that's now retired. I think he's the one that told me about it. But it um, really, really helps with pain and inflammation. So it's, it's spelled W-O-B-E-N-Z-Y-M. And I can tell you, it's, it, this is a product that you can keep on your shelf because if you injure yourself, like if you pull a muscle, you know, um, you got a little bit of a backache, a little bit of a hip ache, leg ache, whatever. If you take, all it is, it's literally just systemic enzymes. And if you take this product, you take three pills on an empty stomach. It literally will knock that inflammation down and will really, really help with the pain. Um, I'm going to try to see here if I can find the enzymes that are in it. Uh, and they do come, some of these enzymes are animal ba- you know, animal-based. So not everybody is going to want to use them, but they are, I'm telling you, they work absolutely really help pull inflammation out of the body and they're not they're not for long-term use they're just you know they're kind of like used as a almost like a pain pill only they're a natural product so but they have yeah the pancreatin let's see pepin bromelin trypsin oh goodness there's another one and there's another one which I can't even begin. Rutin. Oh, rutin. You know, rutin is found, um, a high source of rutin is um, from asparagus. Interesting. And see, so most of these, and then three of the other enzymes, they're all pancreas enzymes. So um, something you want to take all the time, because like I said, the systemic enzymes, if you do start supplementing them all the time, your body's going to want to stop producing what you don't want. But but I will say that it's a great product. I've used it before. And um, it does work. So but enzymes are amazing. I mean, they, they're very important. And basically, you're going to get them from, you know, the raw food. If people would just make sure every day and try to get, you know, I say try to get at least 50% of your food raw, which that can just be lettuce, you know, eat a lot of salad. Just people need to realize that it's important, the raw food, just uncooked food. So um, I don't think I would want to include like animal foods in that <laughs> but anyway although you could include I, I'd be a little scared to do it but if, I, I don't know maybe I shouldn't be but you know the raw milk they tell people if you're going to drink milk 
raw milk is the way to go. Mm-hmm. So, I think raw milk is even um, considered alkaline, where pasteurized milk isn't. So, which just goes to show you. I mean, it's it's when you change the molecular structure of a food when you, you know, when you heat up a food, you generally you're going to make it acidic. That's basically almost true in every situation. So. So I have a bunch of clips to, that I'd like to get into some of them tonight. You know okay, how I'm sure. usually clip-heavy. So you went into a yeah. bunch of topics earlier. I did not get a chance to play the Elon Musk uh, big oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So let's listen. So Elon Musk right. is doing an interview about Twitter and Elon Musk. Uh, I believe that Aaron, was it Aaron Sorkin guy, whatever it is. And uh, he asked him a question about Twitter and advertisers who are boycotting Twitter. And ladies and gentlemen, we need a little bit more of this. But it was what he said after. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. That matters, too. Here, check this out. Apology tour, if you will. That this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? <laughs> If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f*** yourself. <laughs> but go yourself. Is that clear? <laughs> I hope it is. Hey, Bob. If you're in the audience. Well, well, let me ask you then. That's how I feel. Don't uh, advertise. What did he say? <laughs> Folks, I'm telling you, this parallel economy is growing by the day. I can completely relate to what Elon's talking about. I don't have Elon's money, obviously, not even close. Do okay? I'm not even one one millionth as rich as that guy is. I don't, you can't even do the math. He's got so much money. But I'm going to tell you something that I've, I don't think I've ever discussed openly on the show before. We've been under pressure for a really long time to just toe the liberal line on talking points. Don't talk about the 2020 election. You know, don't talk about voter fraud. What else? Have you don't talk about COVID and masks or, or X will happen. Do X and Y will happen. The nice part about being in a position I'm in, when you're not guided by money or financial things. I like, I'm a capitalist. I enjoy making money. But Joe, you've been with me the longest. You absolutely know for a fact that there were a couple of different companies who I felt were getting squishy on stuff who came to us and said, hey, we want to re-up and we'd like to do this deal with you for another year to talk to your listeners. And you probably recall which ones, Joe. We were like, no thanks. No need to bash them. You, you know, you do your thing. You make your money with your product. You, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We'll see you later. Have a nice day. This isn't a good fit for the show. Folks, trust me, it happened. Not just once, but a couple of times. You mean you've turned down like, Six-figure advertising deals from companies? Yeah, not just once. Because I feel the same way Elon does. That we're going to stand by a show. This show is anchored in the truth. This show is anchored in saving the country. This show matters to me personally. And we're going to do our own damn show. 
And if you don't like our show and you don't realize, listen, I don't speak for these sponsors and they don't speak for me. I can almost guarantee you every sponsor we have on the show has some political viewpoint different than I do. Some of them may not even support a Republican. That's okay. You make your product. They leave me alone. We, they want to talk to you. They want to sell you the product. They don't get involved in politics. I don't get involved in their politics. Fine. You start pushing stuff down my throat, tell me what I can say or can't say, I'm sorry. There's a reason I do my own stuff now. Some of you will get that. Not doing it. He said something after that, though. He mentioned something about Twitter. If Twitter goes under, that it'll be their, their fault. That'll be these companies' fault. Folks, listen, that's a fact. These people are really looking to destroy the free speech platform he's trying to develop over there. I get there are some hiccups and hang-ups, but they're really doing their best to destroy it. Remember, what they can't control is the enemy, and that's a fact. And that's why you saw that outburst yesterday. Because I got a far worse temper than Elon, and although I contain it, I felt, I felt just as he did many times. We've had to leave a lot of people behind. That was a clip from the Dan Bongino Show. You can watch the full show. We recommend you do on Rumble. Go to rumble.com slash Bongino, please, and subscribe for free. We appreciate it. I figured you'd like Dan Bongino's comment on that. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I just, you know, a long time ago, I was a little bit leery of Musk, but ah, not anymore. I mean, I just, uh, I don't know if, do you think he, do you think COVID changed him a little bit? It's possible, but the way that I have worded it is that Elon Musk is not our enemy and he's not our friend. Elon Musk is just uh he's fighting the other globalist so i don't look at him as a savior or uh one of the people that that we're fighting against he's just uh he's fighting the globalist like we are i'm sure he has his own agendas okay yeah i could see that i could see that but I don't know. So I'm reading something here. It says House Speaker Mike Johnson says he has the votes to authorize Biden impeachment inquiry. Has that changed? So this is, so I guess he's changed his mind because I thought a while back he said he didn't have enough evidence. So I guess maybe now they do. I mean, I was just seeing, what was that I saw earlier? Let's see, Joe Biden received, interesting. The records were made public by a House panel. So it says, President Joe Biden received payments from one of his son's businesses, according to bank records. Oh, yeah, direct payments, right, yes. Okay. So the the payments isn't... uh to some obscure company yeah. that, that yeah. one of the, the Brandons run. It's, uh, it's directly Joseph Biden himself. Wow. Interesting. Hmm. Good. And 
then what's this about judge denies Jack Smith's request to conceal documents in Trump classified materials case? Request to keep some documents hidden. I mean, what the heck? I cannot, I can't stand this guy, this Jack Smith. I mean, honestly, he looks, look at his eyes. He has so much, like, hatred in his face. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Good grief. I mean, I guess a few things have turned in our favor lately, but boy, I can't wait till the domino effect hits. Cannot wait. That's for sure. Oh boy, here we go. The respiratory illnesses on the rise across the U.S. CDC warns. Hey, uh, I want to show you, too, there was an interview this weekend, Bill Maher with Roseanne Barr. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. So let me share with you. Do okay. your dirty hands. Did you wash your dirty hands before right. you stick them in the eyes? Because I, I have a thing about germs. You know what? You want me to get a whole bunch of new eyes? If you say you washed your hands after you peed, I'm going to accept your apology. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Also, I have the ice specially treated with a chemical that kills I bet you did a Monsanto-derived kills character. my pee should I do that. I bet you did. You're all pro-chemical and pro-Monsanto and all that crazy I'm so not. You know that. Are you kidding me? The shit you say drives me berserk. Okay. I have a... You can attack me on many things. No, I'm not going to attack you. I'm just no, no, conversing. But I'm just, I'm just, Listen, I, I know, but wait, I want to... No, 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 give me your hand. I need hands. to straighten you out on no, something. No, uh, straighten me. Yes, I, because... You, you don't even know. Okay, no, you okay, want to straighten but, me but out. I, I'm 70. If I want No, put your hand down right there. Do it. No. Put your hand there. Why? What are you going to do? Slap I'm going to cover it with mine, and I'm going to tell oh, okay. you that I <laughs> okay. love you. Okay. Wow. What a 180 that was. I love okay. you, and I don't want I, to hurt you. Leave your you. hand there. I wash mine. <laughs> oh, oh, that's Listen, right. In... I love you, and what? I want to bring everybody together to see they're getting screwed and robbed. Okay? Now, are we on the same page with that? Yeah. Okay, now let's well, talk. All right. Uh, I have a lot of videotape that if I wanted to go into the archives, I could send you where I pretty much alone in media, was questioning the pharmaceutical industry and people like Monsanto. I was early part of the century with the I Joe's know you were. Yeah, so I'm not the guy to hit that hit with the, you're for Monsanto. But what I was, about the vaccine? And I've been way out <laughs> on the limb on that one, too. You were wrong. I don't know which, what, I don't know what your stance on vaccines is, so why don't you tell me yours and I'll tell you mine and we'll see who's wrong. They're trying to they're trying to? Yeah, that's why they're giving us the vaccine. I don't think they're trying. Well, they <laughs> are killing that. us. Uh, well, it's much more complicated. They hate us. Who hates us? The pharmaceutical industry? No, actually. The, the crazy-ass psychopath billionaires. They hate the regular people. Okay, Bernie. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. 
Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. We could lower that. We could lower that. We could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. Oh, I didn't realize I was done already. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> short. Oh, geez. All right, so let me get a couple of other Dan Bonginos in here. Uh, we're okay. talking about, uh, he's talking about uh, what the the Democrats' plan is after Brandon. So I'm just going to play two clips in a row. Democrats okay. are about to make a transition to, we can't beat Donald Trump, so now we need to do anything in our power to paint him as a fascist and stop him. Come on, Dan, you're making that up. It's not like it's in the Washington Post. Oh, shit, it is in the Washington Post. What the hell? Robert Kagan, a Trump dictatorship is increasingly inevitable. We should stop pretending. Wow. Look, and that's so strange, guys. Carville comes out with the good people on both sides, hoax again. And then the Washington Post, same weekend. Wow, so so strange. Same week here. A Trump dictatorship is inevitable. Look what he writes. It's hard to fault those who have taken Trump to court. It, it, no, no, it's not. It, it, it's, it's very easy, actually, to fault them. Trump certainly committed at least one of the crimes he's charged with. <laughs> I promise I'll read this in full. I know what annoys you. Joe just said it right. They, they write, he certainly committed at least one of the crimes he's charged with. Joe said, Bill, and, and we're definitely going to find one eventually. We'll keep investigating. We don't need a trial to tell us who uh, he tried to overturn the 2020 election. No, they're right. They don't. They've convinced themselves. They don't need a trial either that said he refused to condemn white supremacists in Charlottesville, even though I just showed it to him. Nor can you blame those who have hoped thereby to obstruct Trump's path to the Oval Office. When a marauder is crashing through your house, you throw everything you can at him. Pots, pans, candlesticks in the hope of slowing him down and tripping him up. But that doesn't mean it works. Folks. Is this not sound like everything you've heard from every tin pot dictator in human history? This is a unique threat. Fill in the blank, whatever that threat is. The capitalist pigs, the Jews, the, 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 the Tutsis. The, it doesn't matter. Every single murderous thug in human history has used an excuse like this to go and throw the rules out and engage in death and destruction, which is exactly what the liberals are doing. I don't want you to think for an accident, this was an accident this weekend, for one second that the Carville thing and this Washington Post thing came out. The media is finished. They're a total freaking joke. Miranda Devine put a tweet out this weekend about the media, a great journalist, an actual journalist. She wrote the Laptop from Hell book saying exactly that, that it's time to totally forfeit and give up on the media. Completely done with them. If you had even a shred of integrity left, you will just, everything these people say, the opposite is true. I got more. I'll show you what I mean coming up in a second. The January 6th videotapes. Oh, look, there's some depositions missing. I'm sure that was just a mistake, folks, right? Hey, listen, when you think and you're telling the American people, you know, you're fighting uh, Ultron from the Avenger movies. Oh, my gosh. Look, this guy's so bad. We're fighting Thanos, destroyer of worlds and Donald Trump. Anything goes, right? That was a clip from the Dan Bongino show. You can watch the full show. We recommend you do. Folks, is Michelle Obama getting ready to take them out? I'd say bring in the righty, but in this case, it's bring in the lefty. These media people, nothing they do is by accident ever. Let's just get that straight. 
Here's this article by The Telegraph this week. I'm not sure this is an accident, folks. Michelle Obama could be America's next president. Forget Sleepy Joe. The Democrats might look again to the former first lady in 2024. There are a number of things going on here. Here's what number one. This is the media's recruitment effort. They're sending out smoke signals basically to the Obama family that, listen, if you were to run, we're going to dump Joe. That's why this is titled this way in the Telegraph. It's not titled this way by accident. Notice the recruitment pitch in the opening line. Michelle Obama could be America's next president. But what is it followed up with in the subtitle? Forget Sleepy Joe. This is a signal from the media people, like a bat signal. They don't need to coordinate it. They don't need to. They all think alike with a hive mind. That if you were to get out of this race, Joe, and if we can push you out of this race, that we will back Michelle Obama. It'll be a coordinated effort to get it done. Nothing is an accident, folks. This is not being done by accident. Michelle Obama, is she going to report for duty? I would have told you a year ago, absolutely not. However, given the fact, this is the other thing going on. I said a couple things. Number one, they know Sleepy Joe is in big trouble, and they know there's a lot of information out there that's about to come forward bank records-wise about the Biden, bank records-wise, about the Biden crime family that they can't control. The unknown scares them right now. Do you get what I'm saying? They can only control what they know about. They don't know how bad the Biden case is. But the second problem the media has is they have to protect the Obama legacy. Obama is the Democrat Party right now. If Obama goes down and his legacy goes down as the most corrupt president in American history by far, which is what he is, Spygate, the collusion hoax, Bidengate, all of it. This is what my speech was about this weekend in front of the Republican Club. I was on fire with this thing. If that comes out, the Democrat Party will be destroyed because Obama is the Democrat Party. Hence, they're freaking out because they know, ironically, only she's the one who could probably come in right now, save them, and bury these scandals for good. Here's what I mean, too, about the media panicking. This has defaced the nation this weekend. They don't know what else is out there. I told you this is right. Listen, I don't want to waste your time on the show. I will never, ever waste your time. I promise you over and over, told you over and over again, there was going to be a seismic shift in media coverage. It was going to happen like that. One day Biden was going to be the next FDR. The next thing, he was going to be the next Democrat. Uh, he was going to be the biggest failure since Jimmy Carter. Here's what I mean. It's happening right now. Listen to Deface the Nation. All of a sudden starting to ask questions about Hunter Biden because they realize this guy's a damaged political animal. Joe, check this out. Within that plea memorandum that was released, it details a number of uh, Hunter Biden's financial transactions. He was in the throes of addiction. He wasn't able to pay his taxes at that time, but he's also had income from a Chinese business conglomerate, um, an infrastructure investment company, a Ukrainian energy company, a Romanian business. Is there any chance that any of this crossed a line? Why are they asking questions now? Oh, they're doing their journalistic endeavors. They're not doing any of that. They are definitely afraid that the bank records transactions are going to show millions of dollars lining the pockets of the Biden family. And they're not sure what else is out there. That's why. This has nothing to do with the media doing journalism. Nothing at all. And everything to do about what looks like a Biden suicide mission in their next run for the White House. That was a clip from the Dan Bongino Show. You can watch the full show. We recommend you do on Rumble. Go to rumble.com. All right. So we all know that 
Michael Robinson Obama is a very nice lady. Mm-hmm. But it, it just seems very convenient how they're just constantly feeding us information about him right now. Uh, yeah, I just, I can't believe people would, uh, I I don't know. I, I don't think so. I don't think I don't think she'll get elected if they were to put her in there. I really don't. No, I I disagree. I I think that I think that the average person in the United States is a sheep, and they will they will see that that Big Mike is the savior. Hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't get. I don't see it. But I don't know. Well, who else are they going to throw out there? Nobody else would come close. I know, but I just. I think the Demo- I don't. I think the Democratic Party's done right now. But just because I, you I don't, don't like them doesn't mean that, though. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think a. I think a lot of people have shifted. I mean. This country is is in worse shape, I think, than it's ever been, and I think people realize it. I mean, just not working. The well, Democrats yeah, but that, party- that's because the average person. It's not because it's a Democrat. They they will pin all this on Brandon. So if they put Big Mike up there, they're going to say, well, Big Mike is much better than Brandon, even though they're run by the same person. The average person doesn't understand that. They will just say, well, Brandon's too old. They they think Brandon runs stuff. Brandon can't even run what ice cream flavor gets in his cone. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He can't even... He's not even allowed to select what what cheese goes in his grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. All I know is I do know that Kennedy is so popular with with the younger generation. I mean, he is really. They they I like. Mean, in I in mean, one sense. Yeah. But uh, are is the youth going to come out and vote for him? I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I don't really put much faith in a in a third party like that because I I just think that the average Democrat, the Democrat voter out on the street, if they don't vote for Brandon again, they're going to say, well, I know who Trump is. I'm going to vote for Trump. Yeah, That's just the truth. I I do think that I mean Kennedy's getting he is getting a lot of press. Um, oh, he might be, but uh, I'm just telling you, the only people that are really going to vote for Kennedy are the the people that don't trust Trump because of the vaccines. That that's that's the only voters that Kennedy's going to get. Possibly. I mean, I just but I do like a lot. I like I said I. I like a lot of what he represents. He's fought for children of this country for a long time. And the one, like I said, I I don't think there's anything that could have an impact as 
strong as an independent nominee went. I mean, if the independent party won, I think that would speak volumes. It would finally say, we the people are sick of the two parties. All he has to do is finish second for that to, to accomplish. He just has to beat he just has to beat one of the two major parties. Then you could say that at least the independents are, are competitive. Yeah. Ross Perot was the only competitive third party in our lifetime. <laughs> I voted for him. <laughs> oh, I met him once and uh, I, I voted for him twice. Yeah. <laughs> so... I know, and, and I see what you say. You know, you're saying about it's kind. Of, you know, in in one sense, you almost throw a vote away because we know that well, I'm not, that's I'm not, not saying you're sense. throwing your vote away because if you feel that's the best candidate, that's not a thrown away vote. No matter right. if you if they got five or five million votes, it's yeah. just that if you're voting for. Uh, if you're voting thinking that he he has a really good chance of winning, I don't think that's going to happen. So if you're voting based on principle, I understand that. And I, I'm not going to do anything to tell you that your vote is wrong because we all have our votes and that, that's that's what it's about. I'm just saying that, uh, and I don't think that, that you think I'm lying when I say the average Kennedy supporter is the former Trump supporters that are mad at him over vaccines. I don't think that's a lie. No, it's, yeah, I, I agree. I, and I do, there are Democrats that are coming over to him too, that I've, I've known. Um, right. But let me, let me ask you. So would the vaccine issue be the number one reason why you're voting for Kennedy? Um. The the number one reason why I'm voting for Kennedy, why I would vote for Kennedy, I, that's what I plan on doing right now, um, is I feel that he is, first of all, I feel like he, he has true integrity. I feel that he is honest. Um, I feel like he truly cares about helping to um, what is the word I want to use? Uh, just return this country to you know to what what we're meant to be, what we're supposed to be. I mean, we're so far off base right now. You know, he wants to. And, and I understand that Trump said a lot of these things too, but my issue with Trump is when when Trump won, some of the people that he put in position were were just downright dumb. He said right, he wanted he, to join the And he, he, had, he had, admits now that he learned the hard way, and now that he's been inside the White House, he understands the type of person he has to put in place. So I think he's learned. 
Maybe, but I, I don't trust him. I don't necessarily trust him with a lot of environmental issues. You know, I think that he is the type of person that would use, would continue to use, like, stuff. I, I don't think he's against glyphosate. You know, I think he still thinks Monsanto is fine or, or you know, the product that they use. So there's there's just a lot of things that I think that are extremely important in this present time that Kennedy, you know, fully understands and that Trump doesn't. But now on the other side, I believe Trump is more of a businessman, um, which is <laughs> – which is extremely important too. Um, I believe they're both going to be good negotiators. I believe they're both going to get, you know, along with other countries. Neither one of them are warmongers, you know. Um, And like I said, I do believe Trump might be a better, possibly the better business person to maybe help turn the economy around. I don't know, but I do know that Kennedy has some really good ideas too. You know, getting people a mortgage with a 3% interest, I think that that's a phenomenal program. People deserve to be able to afford a home. They deserve to to not be charged freaking 10% interest just to own a flipping home, you know? And And I think that that's, you know, programs like that, I think are, I think that's a great idea. And he wants to remove the corporate what what did he call it the state corporate corporatocracy or whatever you call it you know he's he's going to get rid of he wants to get rid of that um, kind of wants that too but I, yeah I don't know I just I trust Kennedy that he's doing a lot you know I I believe he's doing these things for the the right reasons I mean. He's risking his life. I mean... I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. So... I, uh, at this time, I, I just feel that that Trump is the better candidate at, at, at this current time. But... Yeah. But even if Kennedy was the better candidate, I just think that Brandon's supporters... I'm thinking of people in the projects. They see that they're, they were paid a lot of lip service by Brandon. And you might have a 32-year-old black lady with, with four kids. She doesn't know one thing about any Kennedy legacy. And in her mind, she says, you know what? I got no money. I'm just going to vote Trump. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I do know that. You know, if you think um, that that you're going to get people in the projects to look at Kennedy at this time, uh, I have to tell you that's probably not going to happen. It's bad enough. They, it's bad enough that you're going to have the uh, these people in the Bronx. They're 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 saying they're tired of Brandon, and it's a stretch to get them to vote for Trump. Uh, th- this means they have to go outside of their comfort zone even more. Because they know who Democrats and Republicans are, these people 
have never looked at an independent. They don't even know that it's even legal to vote for an independent. I just don't think that that it's going to happen. Well, I mean, I the the dark skin community is very. Oh, I didn't say they all I had to be black. I, I just gave one example. Well, they actually he had. I mean, his his father, the black community loved. I mean, he would take he took Robert Jr. And his family, that the father, took them into these poor communities. And he taught them that that's what mattered and that they needed help. I mean. Well, and, and he got Trump that, that won awards for helping black people as well. And look how they painted him. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I have to. Um, I just have a gut feeling that oh it might be a game time decision for you and I get that and I'm not yeah. I'm not here yeah. telling you that your vote is wasted at all it's just yeah. that I, I have to think realistically uh, like I, I had a conversation with my wife uh, over the weekend because we got the primary coming up we got notices three days in a row and I'm like well I don't like to bring politics up but uh, it's that time we're going to keep getting this mail, and we better at least have some kind of discussion. So uh, she does not like Ron DeSantis, which is fine with me. Okay. I told her out of out of a hundred percent, I'm sixty percent Trump, thirty five percent Vivek, and five percent DeSantis. It's like, well, if DeSantis wins, I'm not going to be mad, but I'm not exactly uh, going to do anything to support him unless he's the Republican candidate. And then yeah. there's nobody else on my scorecard because Nikki Haley, her big thing is she's very pro-war because that's how her family yeah. makes money. And there's nobody yeah. else on the field that's even worth looking at because they're all either dropping out now or about to. Yeah. So I, I don't care for Nikki Haley at all. No. So... Um, but there's a lot of, in Nevada, Trump is uh, is leading, and it's not even close at this time. He's up by like 10 or 12 points over Brandon in a, in a hypothetical vote. Good. So um, Good. People, Good. people, when they see the economy is bad, and they have a presidential candidate who previously had a strong economy, I promise you that that's where they're going to go back to. They don't want to take the time to learn about somebody else. Now, those of us who are more educated, like you and I, we will look at all the candidates and, and, and they will say, well, Kennedy deserves a fair shot. But I can assure you that you ask someone about Robert Kennedy, they, they, I'm not going to say most of them won't know who John F. Kennedy was, but they won't really be able to put two and two together. And I hate saying it like that, but it's the truth. Well, no, I, I will say that um, there. I've mentioned yeah him to a lot of people, and there are quite a few that don't really know who he is. 
So I know I agree with yeah, you. Look, uh, what um, I was going to say was bringing that back to Vivek Ramaswamy. Personally, oh, yeah. on a, on a personal level, like just having pretending they were in my house, I would much rather have Vivek in my house than have Donald Trump. Just who would I like to have a conversation with? Who would I relate to more? Would be Ramaswamy. With that being sure. said, sure. even if Ramaswamy somehow just steamrolled the competition and won the the, Demo- the uh, Republican nominee, you're going to have those branded supporters that are going to say, well, I would have voted for Trump, but I don't know who Ramaswamy is. I'm just going to stick with Brandon. No. It's a popularity contest with the sheep, I promise. Yeah. Why we are it's where like, we are It's right like now. Vivek would almost have to get arrested for people to know his name. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And and people might have an issue with him being Indian. I don't know. But yeah, I think well, a lot I don't of think it's will. really come up, but you who knows at this point yeah. where race means everything all of a sudden. Right. I was um I like what Tulsi Gabbard said. Did you see her post? No. Um they were talking about she said by claiming, so she's talking about what the, you know, anti, some of these people are, are stating, calling, you know, Trump Hitler or whatever. He, she said, mm-hmm. by claiming Trump will be like Hitler, neocons and Dem establishment rationalize their weaponizing of government agencies, embolden those in power to further abuse their power, and may encourage a lone wolf to do what people say should have been done to Hitler before he took power. We must mm-hmm. send a very direct and clear message at the voting booth that we completely reject these anti-Americans. So, you know, yeah, you but that's all the that tactics that that, that that Democrats have is that they yeah. they they would rather have violence than uh, than have their party lose. That, that that's all they have right now is. Is just threats. I mean, they have to, people have to see that, I mean, what she just said about the DEM establishment, rationalizing their weaponizing of government agencies, I mean, it's so true. How can they not see this now? And to abuse, they are so abusing the power, their power, which, yeah. You know, it it just goes back to what people don't understand. You know, I think <laughs> think a lot of people think that that it is legal. Well, I think that they think that the government has these legal powers that they've been, you know, forcing upon people for many years now. It's like they don't. They are elected officials that work for us and I mean people need to know this they need to just walk in it and you know we need to put these politicians in their place they need to be removed if they think they have power over anyone 
So I, I mean, are are there people out there that think this is okay? I guess I guess there are. I guess there are, but I guess there are weak enough people out there that they feel that they can think for themselves and make decisions on their own. So. Hmm. I just wonder. I mean, I don't. I haven't heard of Tulsi Gabbard like running with anyone, but she would. She would have made a good vice president, I think, for somebody. I still like her. She would do. But I haven't, I don't know her enough. I just, I like what I've heard from her since I've been paying attention to her. I like that she lost the Democratic Party, you know. Hey, she'd make a good candidate with Kennedy. I think she would be a great vice president for him. Hmm. Never thought about that. I mean, she's not, she's not either party. So she could easily run with him. That's for sure. So well, she'd make um, a good choice with him, but I have to think realistically the average person, uh, I hate saying it's a popularity contest, and maybe with Governor Gruesome there could be a chance, but if you have Big Mike out there, it is strictly a popularity contest. Oh, Yeah. True. And that's what the Democrats would prey upon. Yeah, because I mean, she doesn't know the she doesn't know the first thing about running our freaking country. Jeez. Yeah, By but the way, you doesn't have to because you have Brandon, you have Valerie Jarrett, and all you have to do is take your marching orders. You'll be okay. I started to say, yeah, because exactly, Obama would still be running the show. Yep, for sure. So they're having another um, pandemic on the pandemic. uh, The House of Commons, they're having another, like, hearing on the pandemic and its consequences. Dr. David Martin was there again giving testimony. I think they're finally oh. getting a few places with some of the Speaking this stuff. of which, New, Jer- New, New Zealand arrested a couple of whistleblowers. Who, I heard that. I actually yes. have that written down in my notes. Crazy. And the <laughs> Department of Justice wants to do the same thing here. So if you've been a if you've yeah. been out there sharing the truth about gene therapies, they they want you arrested. Yeah. So, so even yeah. So that data, even though it's all legit and could be life saving, if if they don't authorize it to be shared, if they don't want it to be known, you can get you know yeah you're going to get arrested. So if if. If you see them murder somebody, if they don't want it shared, you better not tell anyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's that. Well, that's what they that want. They want, they want the whistleblowers to go back to, to what they were doing and, uh, and, and just shut up. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh boy, here we go again. Men took men took the top two podium spots in the women's single speed category at the Illinois State Cycle Cross Championship yesterday. Unbelievable. It could only happen in Illinois. Jeez. But it's just weird how more women are okay with this than than it's men. So- Stupid. Do they not understand? They're saying women don't matter. <laughs> How hard is that to understand? They're trying. Oh, you might as well take away our rights. I mean, we might as well go back to the dark ages where women had no rights. Jeez, it's crazy. I would never live in Illinois. I'm sorry. Sorry, people from Illinois. (laughs) There is no way I would ever live in your state. No flipping way. I mean, it's just sickening. I'm looking at this picture and I'm just, oh, what a sick freaking world we're living in. Good grief. Oh, two people burned down a Wendy's. <laughs> well, yeah, and, uh, well, that was a while yeah. back, and, and they got a $500 fine, and that's it. <laughs> that is gosh. Oh, well, because they're gosh. with Black Lives Matter, so that's why. Yeah, it's, it's, so what does that tell the rest of these idiots that, would want to do something like that. Tell them, oh, it's okay. We can get away with it. Consequences are very minor. Right. So there were, there were what, just a couple of people that, that got the jail, that, that got $500 fine. I'm, I'm sure the damage was a lot more than $1,000. Oh, absolutely. Jeez. Yeah, so two rioters. Because they were with Black Lives Matter, the $500 fine each, so $1,000, they burned down a Wendy's. So I don't think with $1,000, you're going to be able to put that Wendy's back up. No, that, that, the person who owns the Wendy's, they need to go after them. So I mean, my, in my thinking, uh, I think a slap on the wrist would be just to, to pay for the Wendy's to go back up. That would be a slap on the wrist. Saying we're not yeah. going to off, we're not going to give you jail time, but you're responsible for for putting this Wendy's back in its rightful spot. Yeah. And I'd be looking at that like, why didn't they get jail time? Why why only that? That that should have been the minimum. I, I don't yeah, know what it cost to pull the Wendy's up. What seven eight hundred thousand dollars? Oh my gosh. These days, heck, yeah. I mean, you're talking about a commercial building. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention, you know, the the people that well, they already have now. the land, so it's not like they have to buy the land. It's just that they're they're having to build a a building. Yeah. No, it's just I can't wait to have order <laughs> to have order again. 
Well, that, that, that's what the Democrats want. They, they want enough people to say that we need order. And then you can have someone like Governor Grissom say, okay, I'll give you order. And, uh, yeah. and then they start, uh, they start arresting Trump supporters. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> the right kind of order. <laughs> yes. The legit kind of order. Ugh. So I, well, oh, that was funny, that um, debate between DeSantis and Newsom. I can't believe Newsom thought he could go on there with. Um, it well, was Sean with, Hannity um, said a few times that him and Newsom are friends off camera. Oh, interesting. They leave politics aside, and uh, and they're actually friends, according to Hannity. Oh, my gosh. Well, that makes me question Hannity. Well, it I wasn't know. like Hannity did him any favors. It's just that he didn't show favoritism. But he yeah. allowed DeSantis to destroy him. <laughs> he did. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. I mean, it wasn't Hannity that destroyed Grusom. It was DeSantis. That's true. That's very true. So, but you but have to I give Grusom am... credit, though, for thinking that he can go on there and, and sell it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you don't see other Democratic candidates going up there and doing that. Yeah, no, not at all. Not at all, but that's... Um... I still I I saw an old article the other day about Newsom years ago when he was younger about how he cheated was it with his best friend's wife or something? Mhm. Yeah. Ah. I hope people see through Newsom. No, he might not I even just, be the nominee, so I don't know. That's true, but boy. I don't know. It wouldn't shock me. I I can see them throwing him up there as their candidate, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but he's uh, he he is less supported than Brandon, so uh, that uh, I don't I don't see that being a a positive for the Democrat Party. So you think they? So you don't? You think they probably don't want him? I don't think they want him, but they're not going to be have much of a choice if Big Mike says no. Well, that's true. That's true. And I just, I still, because they're I'm not going to go to the cackler. That that's a given. I I just hope there's still enough um, stuff coming out about Obama that will prevent her from wanting to do it. So I don't know. I just see her as as wanting to do it. I don't know. But I just I just don't think it's her cup of tea. And that's so. the and that's the big issue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Grusom went on there on that on that debate and said that Gruz that Brandon's doing a great job, and he's getting the Democrats everything <laughs> they need. Which, as far as the Democrat Party goes, uh, I I can't say that 
that Brandon has not been successful. He's successful to the 1%. He's not successful with the 99, but to the 1%, oh, he's rocking and rolling. What, am I wrong? Well, no, and, you know, I I know some people that live out in California, and, you know, I remember she was here visiting, and I remember bringing up Newsom, and I said, so, huh? <laughs> How do you like your governor? And she's like, oh, he's okay. I'm thinking, oh, boy. You know. So, uh, Christina, uh, we have one of your friends that wants to call in. Oh, okay. Which which one? Good after a good hello. How's everyone? <laughs> hey, Bianchi. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine, as usual. <laughs> but uh, no, the uh, Newsom showed what the Democrats do now. They like to talk over you. They come up with new words and new definitions. Well, remember, they then started with Bill Clinton, and he didn't know what the definite, the definition of is is. <laughs> and then everyone no, that puts the, uh, a scam on their face doesn't know if they're a woman or not. <laughs> and we have too much government overreach. You know, you were talking about Kennedy. Kennedy is anti, uh, I guess you want to call it, fossil fuels. And... Uh, yeah. You got too many people that's uh, been in, working in that industry that still use it as a means of sustainable living. And this whole big deal, of, this whole hoopla about climate change is some more bamboozlement. When China built this Three Gorges Dam and other large structures, they have an effect on the rotation of this planet. It's a it's a scientific fact. It's called inertia moment. And give you an example of inertia moment is an ice skater. When they're twirling around, they have their arms out, they slow down. But when they bring their arms in, they speed up. Well, it's the same thing happens to the planet. These large structures does have an effect, a measurable effect. And there was a measurable effect on the Three Gorges Dam. When Dubai put up these buildings that goes up into the air, 15,000 feet, that has an effect. It causes the earth to slow down. Lucky it hasn't caused it. And it may also get involved in the tilt of the earth. And if the earth slow down, it's going to be exposed to the sun in spots longer than what it has been. And it don't take much. Fractions of degrees add up. Human beings can't survive with a Fahrenheit temperature over 108 degrees. 
Isn't that what we always check our kids for and get word when they start approaching 108, 106, 108? And in order to survive, you're going to have to adapt, mutate, and become different people. I should say specimens. So that's something that ain't going to be done. Yeah, I am. I'm I'm trying to find because I know that um, Kennedy has mentioned climate stuff, but but he's not necessarily on the same planet as these ding dongs and these climate scams. Um, I mean, he's for like he's against the glyphosate, you know, that Monsanto uses. And he's more against those sorts of toxins and stuff rather than just focusing on the oil and stuff. He he doesn't believe that we can go to all, like, electric and stuff like that. Um, So, you know, we can't lump him in with the rest of these climate extremists. Um, he is not that drastic. Uh, and then the other thing, I forget what that, I think you mentioned something else. Or maybe that was it. But um, as I looked that up, because I knew he was talking about climate, and that's, I, I looked it up to try and make sure. Well, I'm reading so, an article here on him now. He's been a long advocate for civil liberties and has spoken out against government overreach. He has been a vocal critic of Patriot Act, yes, which is already passed. He is a strong supporter of First Amendment and defending free speech. All right. But yeah. you go on down, social, social justice. Kenny has been a vocal advocate for social justice and has spoken out against racism and inequality. He has been a strong supporter a Black Lives Matter movement called for police reform. See, the federal government has no control over local police. And Where I think that, that environment. From, I... Huh? Where's that coming from? That article. I. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. I the political. To... The the political swatcher. Let's do a Google on. On Kennedy. How did I find it? His political views. He has, he's a vocal, he's a, uh, he's an opponent of the fossil fuel industry. Right there, he's not, because I got memories in the fossil fuel industry. Uh, siblings, that's gas and petroleum engineers. And they put in a lot of work and some tough subjects in order to get where they are. And didn't didn't use no government funds neither. He's a supporter of Black Lives Matter movement and called for police reform. He also been a champion of LGBTQ rights and has spoken out against discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity. Gun Laws Kennedy has been a vocal supporter of gun control measures, including universal background checks and a ban on assault weapons. 
He also called for stronger regulation of the sale of firearms and has criticized the National Rifle Association for its influence on law. Well, he don't criticize APAC, which is a Jewish organization. You know, I can name a lot of things the reason why I come out don't want to see another Kennedy in office. Hell, John F. Kennedy was against Thurgood Marshall, who was the first black. No, he was against the 1957 Civil Rights Act. Yeah. So that's what the proof was saying. People don't know these folks. They don't know these people, like Kissinger. They don't know Kissinger and what he was involved in. He was a demon. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Sure. Talking about women's rights, Kennedy was a playboy. They say Marilyn Monroe used to sneak into the White House at night. I don't know. It wasn't sneaking in for a tea break. States should have control over their lands, not the federal government. States can do just as good as a job. So he will be he will be pro restricting the exploration and extraction of minerals, including oil. This country isn't blessed with the things that it's blessed for no reason. True. And yes, it is with other countries around the world. They have what other countries don't have but need, and that induces trade. And some collaboration. But anytime somebody come along to, on this thing about climate control and climate change, yeah, the climate change, the earth is naturally going to do that. But how far yeah. would those ideas go? Yeah. I used to read the, one of the most marvelous construction achievements I've seen was the trans. Continental Railroad. And I remember reading, and you probably, you know, they got documentation on it. But when it was out west, and winter came, they claimed, people claimed, even the Indians, this is the worst winter we ever seen. Well, during that time, there was no automobile to the extent and all these other things. The climate change. And you can't stop it. Is the sun ages the sun is going is naturally expanding its circumference in other words it's getting closer to you and closer to you and closer to you well if that's happening you're going to get hotter i hate to say this but the time is coming when this planet is going to be burnt up and nothing you can do about it i would be concerned more about asteroid hits Oh, asteroid hit us about the size of a state. It's all over. Yeah. Very true. They're talking about seeding, uh, tampering with the atmosphere, releasing aluminum particles to block off the sun's rays. Well, what happens if you cool 
the moisture in the atmosphere down from where it has grown to be. Well, does that moisture turn to, rather than what it has been doing, turn to sheets of ice that falls down on the earth and collapses, kills people? You don't know. Leave it alone. Planet's been here for billions of years. Surely it has gotten into the position where everything is balanced out. But no, they don't just they don't teach those things in school. Science, they don't teach biology. That's why come the bamboozlement with COVID and the scams was allowed to go on and be so successful. People was afraid. On one hand you got fear, on the other hand you got greed. And that's what it's all about. The humanoid's been here for a long time, and if it has not been able to adapt to the trillions of viruses that come from outer space that your body is exposed to, you can't stop it, we wouldn't be here. Right. And that archive of experiences and the ability to overcome those experiences is stored in your body. In your bone marrow. Yep. And your cells go to this. When, when, when the army, when your immune system army runs into something, I ain't seen, hey, Joe, you seen this before? No, Mac, I ain't never seen it. Hey, Tim, how about you? I ain't never seen nothing like this, nor read it. Hey, Brandon, run to the library and see what we can find while we hold them off. That's basically what it is going on in your body, the way it works. When a man, when a male ejaculates in a woman's vagina, immediately her immune system is trying to kill those spermatozoids while they swim to swim to their destination. That's why I come a man, when he ejaculates, he releases billions of spermatozoids because they know all of them ain't going to make it. And you know the funny thing about it goes to show you how efficient your immune system is. Of the billions that he released, only maybe one or two gets by it. Now, I tell you what, that's a heck of an army. Mm-hmm. So why, rather than killing babies, why come they don't do things to improve on the immune system to, start to try to stop the spermazole from reaching the egg? Because the globalist job they they feel is to depopulate and give Satan back the earth. That's why. Heck, little old me, I ain't lose. I used to be. Can figure that out. What's so hard about figuring that out? Life wants to live. Roaches, when they run from you, they don't run in straight lines. They zigzag to keep you from stomping them. They've learned that through the adaptation. That's the way it is. If it wasn't for climate change, guess what? 
them humanoids, the early ones, Australopithecus, they was, was living in trees until climate change caused the foliage to not develop as thick as it's used to, thus by opening them up to predators. They didn't sleep on the ground. They didn't have no way to defend themselves from saber-toothed tigers. They slept in trees. They re- retreated to trees when things was, was, you know, dangerous. But climate came and started killing the foliage. No water, less foliage. So they had to come down to the ground. And then when they're on the ground, now they're in a different environment. They had to come up with different adaptations, like using sticks for weapons and rocks for weapons. But anyway, you're just about out of time. Now, we've got a few more minutes. we got like three minutes, I guess. Yeah. So that's what it is. It's a natural thing. The earth knows more about what it is about than man does. Oh, it's just too I, bad. Yeah, I agree, 100%. Man don't even know about humans because you got a brain trying to study a brain. And much yep. of that is based on its experiences with things. So and this program, thing about climate change yep. The thing about climate change is a bunch of hogwash. There's nothing you can do. And luckily, I'm glad that man can't control climate. Oh, boy, can you hear? Can you imagine going to the mailbox and receiving an a invoice for the air you breathe all month long? Yeah. Well, what I, I have a question. So the oil thing, how do they really know what's left down there? It's not they, a, it's, all they is don't produced have, naturally. It, the no, earth and, produces and that naturally. Say that it runs out. I don't know that it doesn't re, replenish itself. It replenish itself at the mantle of the earth. When stuff down yeah. there is hot. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, I think the whole oil thing is, yeah, I think a lot of it is a lie. The molecular. No composition of all is is drawn down to that point in the earth's interior because of gravity. You know, if you if, if a dog is dead laying on top of the ground and you keep coming back, coming back, even where there is no ants. In Africa ants don't store food for winter. There ain't no winters. Hmm. But you come back after a while the elephant is gone. That corpse yeah. is gone. Yeah. It's because it's pulled down into the, by the gravitational pull of the earth. And also the atmospheric pressure. So ants in Africa is laid back all year long. They don't have to worry about storing food in winter. <laughs> they they have a gravy life until the ant eater comes along. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, jeez. That's true. 
Discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.